From Geek Historical Society, I'm Jordan Turner, and this is The Three E's. On today's show, we have Carrie Thurgood, who is here to talk with us today about her new business, Smokes and Mirrors VR. Hi, thanks for having me. We are Smoke and Mirrors VR. We are a VR rental service. What do you do when you're stuck in your house and you've binged all the TV shows that you can think of and you can't watch any more cat videos? Well, that's when we come in. We're here to slake your thirst for entertainment. For as low as $77, you can have hours of virtual reality entertainment in the comfort of your own home. You'll have the freedom of a completely wireless Oculus Quest headset preloaded with today's most popular games like Beat Saber, Super Hot, and Drop Dead Dual Strike. Now virtual reality entertainment is easier than ever. Just order, pay, and play. It's as simple as that. With pickup and delivery options, it's just like ordering a pizza, but better. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at Smoke and Mirrors VR. Escape reality and enter your dream entertainment world. SmokeAndMirrorsVRGaming.com How did you get into this particular field? Because I know VR isn't necessarily for everyone. No, it's not for everyone, but I was very skeptical of it when I first tried it because I have very severe motion sickness. I was like, oh, VR is never going to work for me. And then I tried it and... It's actually remarkable. I never actually got motion sickness while trying it. I was like, you know, maybe this applies to more people than I thought. It's kind of remarkable all the advances that are going on. VR isn't just being used for entertainment anymore. They're building apps and constantly making new things to help train people in how to use firearms, how to do medical surgeries. Um, we are already know that there's flight simulators for pilots and all of that technology is starting to accumulate in these VR systems that are readily available for the public. However, they are still very expensive. And so things like the arcades are very, a very big place to go right now. But the downside to all the arcades is that you're out in the public. If you <laughs> punch a wall or if you fall down, you're, you're on display for the whole world. And I know a lot of people, and myself included, that I don't really want to make a fool of myself in public. <laughs> and so that's kind of how this idea got started. Like, well, what if we could make it so it's not a public event? What if people didn't have to go to these VR arcades to try them? And you could try them at home. And that's kind of how me and my husband kind of hashed out this idea I was like, yeah, I like this idea. Let's let's go ahead and give people the privacy and the freedom of doing VR at home. I don't suffer from motion sickness, but I have used a VR system before. My brother-in-law has, the, I believe it's the Oculus. It was my second time using it. The Because the first time I used it was at up in Seattle. And so it was more of a video. We sat down and you watched the video. Whereas this second experience was a game. I was playing, oh, I can't remember the name, but it's... There are definitely games that are for some people, and there are other games that are not. And, for example, I love VR. I love, like, Beat Saber. I love Arizona Sunshine. But 
I tried a roller coaster game the other day and I couldn't stand it. And so there are obviously games out there that are great for some people and there are other games that you know almost instantly this isn't going to work. <laughs> when when a customer comes onto your website and they say, oh, I want to rent the a system, I think you had mentioned an Oculus, is that correct? Yes. It's going to be an Oculus Quest. So Oculus has two different headsets. Both of them are wireless, but they're different qualities. The Oculus Go is cheaper, but it kind of shows. The details aren't as good. You're probably more likely to get a little bit motion sick. Um, the Oculus Quest is a higher quality, but it still retains that no wires, it's wireless. There are higher quality systems out there, but they all need a high functioning gaming computer connected to them. And that's why with a lot of the arcades, they use the HTC Vive and they have dedicated spaces for them because it's very hard to move them around. You have to have them connected to the computers in such a way that there's no shorts or anything. And so it's it really limits where you can play and where you can take them. So in my opinion, the Oculus Quest is really kind of the sweet spot because it retains that wireless capability, but it gives you good enough quality that you can play for hours without having problems. What's the battery life on these devices? So we tested this and it is at least three hours continuous play. Oh, wow. And it takes about an hour and a half for them to charge. However, Oculus does a really cool thing. They give you a generous charging cord. So if you wanted to play longer, you just plug it into the wall and it, it kind of takes away the feel of that wireless because now you're connected to a wire, but it does give you the ability to keep playing while it's charging. So there's always that option. Uh, when your customers go to rent a system, is it can they only rent one headset at a time, or are you able to do multiples? No, we have two headsets available, so they can rent two at a time. You can do two-player games. There's fewer two-player games than there are single-player games, just like the consoles nowadays. You can do two-player games. You do need internet to play those games. And in order to cast to the TV, you also need internet. But if you just want to play it just on your own, you actually don't need internet at all. Yeah, and I wasn't aware that there were some two-player games available. What, Which ones do you have available with your headsets? So we've got, it's, we've got Arizona Sunshine, Drop Dead Dual Strike is another two-player game. Something called Acorns is another two-player game. Oh god, there's several on here. Is it all listed on your website? It will be. Our website is currently under construction. And our actual launch date is May 2nd. But we will be doing beta testing throughout April. My husband put together the list and purchased all the games. And I don't know exactly all the ones that are double player. I think that the uh, 
Beat Saber also has a kind of competition mode where you can compete against your friends. So that's kind of nice. Which of the games that either you your, you and your husband have purchased or that you have played is your favorite? Um, Personally, I'm a sucker for Arizona Sunshine. Partly because it's a game where you have lots of different things going on. It's a puzzle game. You need to find things to open doors. But then there's other sections of the game where you have to face a horde of zombies and shoot them and all of that stuff. You have to scavenge for ammo. and So there's any game that has more than one element to it, I really enjoy. I've also been finding that I really enjoy a game called Wands. Oh, Wands is another two-player game. In Wands, you essentially have different spells, and you send spells to your competitor and try to beat them. It's kind of a VR version of you know, Injustice or some of those Street Fighter type games. Yeah, I've never heard of either of these games until, until today. Yeah, they're pretty fun. Um, one thing with the VR systems in general is that a lot of games that are on the consoles are not yet over onto the VR. And part of that, I think, is just practicality. Some of the games, like Skyrim, for example, is on the HTC Vive. However, we've tried it, and it's much simpler and more fun to play it on a console than it is to play it on VR, simply because of all the different things and intricacies of that particular game. So it kind of speaks to how developing games goes in VR, is that you need something that's a little bit more simple to make it work in the VR world. Designers almost have to figure out how to still make things simple, but also make them fun and engaging. I haven't personally played Skyrim, but I have definitely uh, seen people play it. I know my brother played it for quite some time, so I'm just trying to imagine how... I guess they wouldn't have to change too much for VR, just the perspective, right? They have to change the perspective, and... Um, essentially the moving mechanism. And in Skyrim, there's a lot of times you're in kind of a fast-paced mode where you've got, say, seven guards or six guards coming after you. And you want to be able to run away quickly. Well, in VR, most of the time, you have a continuous motion for moving, which is usually really slow, because if it's fast, then people get vertigo and they fall down. (laughs) Makes sense. But the other option is a teleporting system. And teleporting isn't exactly super fast. It's faster than the continuous moving, but it also leaves you a little bit disoriented because you teleport over... To a different location and then you have to turn around and then try to hit the guards that are still coming after you. And so it's a little bit disorienting in that sense. Whereas with the game, when you're looking at it, you can see like basically 360 all the time. But with VR, you have to physically turn to see. 
So it makes console games a little bit more difficult. I do think that if you really wanted to play a console game on VR, you could get used to it, but it would take a lot of practice. And that's an area where most people don't have the luxury because on average, you're going to be paying about $30 an hour at the VR arcades. And so if you really want to play a game that much, you might as well buy your own, but it is a hefty, hefty purchase. I've looked into pricing of headsets before and I'm like, oh, that's a little out of my range. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess with your model, it should uh, presumably would make it more affordable for individuals and families to be able to at least try out VR before they make the plunge into that purchase. Yeah, and that's exactly what we're going for. We want to help families and individuals like college students, perhaps that are thinking about maybe purchasing a VR headset of some kind, to go ahead and try it for a few hours. I mean, it's $77 for four hours. That's almost half of what you'll pay at any VR arcade. If, if you want to do it for eight hours, it's only $97. And for a whole 24 hours, it's $147. You don't base it off a of person. It's just per rental period, right? Yeah, per rental period. So it's you can have 10 family members over. You know, rent the headset for a whole 24 hours. Everybody comes over. You take turns. Say, oh, yeah, I, I really like this. I think we should maybe purchase one or if you're doing a birthday party and you don't necessarily want to (laughs) purchase one but you do want to do some kind of interactive activity great call us up do you also maybe not at this moment but in the future would you offer the the option for your customers to purchase like full out the headset that they're renting in the future we will be putting some of our systems up for purchase because we always want to make sure that we're up to date on the newest stuff and so the stuff that's a little bit older is gonna be put with a discount and let people buy them um it's not gonna be a regular thing it's probably gonna be about once a year that we'll put our systems up for grabs Uh, eventually in the future we will have more than just the oculus quest we're going to hopefully build a arcade of our own where people can come and try the vibe and they could even rent it if they wanted to they could rent the vibe and the computer that goes with it and also a ps4 vr system by then it might be a ps5 because i know right now the only options out there are the htc vibe which are is the option at most of the arcades And then we're offering the Oculus Quest, but that's still really limited because if you want to go out and purchase a PlayStation version, there's no way to try it before you buy it. When it comes to renting a system, obviously they they would go to your website and they would Mm -hmm. probably, you know, choose the package, whether it's the four hour, eight hour, 24 hours or whatever. And then how do they get the headset? Yeah, so we have two options. They can pick it up, and we're fairly centrally located as far as the Wasatch Front goes. We're in Bountiful, 
And so if you're north and Layton, we're fairly close. If you're south in Salt Lake, we're still fairly close. People down south in Lehigh and Provo were a little bit farther away, but the other option is for delivery. We deliver for free in Davis County and for a small fee outside of Davis County. And so you can, you know, say you want to rent it from five o'clock until nine o'clock p.m. You make the purchase, you schedule it, and it shows up at your door at five o'clock. Okay, and that's hand-delivered, I presume? Yes, it is hand-delivered. You get the headset. You'll also get a binder that has an explanation of all the different games and any kind of pertinent information. On the website, you'll also fill out waivers. And so all of the nitty-gritty required details are done while you're they're purchasing so by the time it shows up at your door you just pick it up they give it to you and you take it inside and you turn it on and you start playing it's that simple i like that i like simplicity so for anyone who is brand new to vr and they rent your system what is a game that you would recommend right off the bat Right off the bat, I would actually recommend Beat Saber because it kind of mixes the simplicity of, like if you remember Fruit Ninja, mixes the simplicity of Fruit Ninja with the interactiveness of Dance Dance Revolution, you know, from the last generation. (laughs) And it's fun, but it's very simple. Each game has tutorials on it, and the tutorial for that one is probably about three minutes long. It's very simple, but it's fun because it's got good music. Almost any age can play it. I've had my nine-year-old niece play that game, and she loves it. And it's really a nice thing to ease people into what VR looks like and what it feels like because it's not prone to making you super motion sickness or anything like that. It's just something simple. It's a simple screen. It doesn't have a lot of detail on it. And so that would be a great beginner game. Another good beginner game is uh, Rec Room, where there's different options like golf and bowling. It's kind of the new Wii Sports, in a way. It's just something really simple to get you used to using the VR equipment and how to how it identifies the motion in your controllers and in your headset. And do you know by chance how VR systems track like walking? I've seen instances where like maybe the the ones that are corded where you're kind of in a harness so you don't go everywhere and that just somehow (laughs) it tracks your movements. Do you know how It does that without, like, joysticks? Yeah, so there are, on the front of the Oculus Quest, there is four different little, they look like circular glass pins on each of the corners. And those are actually sensors. They're sensors and lasers that identify everything in the room. In fact, when you first boot up the Oculus Quest, what you'll see is the room around you, but it's in it's in a gray color instead of the normal colors of the room. So you see 
if you have your couch there, you'll see your couch. If you have your fireplace there, you'll see your fireplace. And it will ask you to set up what's called a guardian. And a guardian is essentially where you draw a line on the floor, a, a triangle, a rectangle, whatever space you're playing in. And you're basically telling the sensors and the computer, this is my play area. Don't let me go outside of this play area. And then as you're playing, if you get close to that line that you've drawn, it'll start to show a grid as just blue lines or red lines just to tell you, hey, you're moving outside your play area, take a step back. And then okay. the lines will disappear again. So they have a built-in safety. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I do remember seeing this when I played the VR with my brother-in-law's system. Moss go. is another popular game. That That's one you can just sit down and play because you yourself are not moving. Yeah, and games like that are really, really good in my opinion because there's so many games that you do have to stand up and things like that. And it's nice to have a couple of those because if you do have any friends or family members that can't stand they're in wheelchairs or whatever it be you still have options for them so i have one last question okay. you mentioned that you know your current system will be for in-home rentals or you know party rentals type of thing and then you also want to open arcade do you have any other long-term goals besides that um our long-term goals include opening the arcade and being able to rent more than just the quest, we want essentially to rent any system that anyone wants. We're still, like, even though we're going to have an arcade, we're still going to be very centered on letting people play in their own environment because people are most comfortable at home. Other long-term goals probably include partnering with developers and developing our own games. The nice thing about Oculus is that they're owned by Facebook. I don't know if you knew that. I did not. They are owned by Facebook. They didn't originally have it, but they bought it. And they're doing some pretty forward thinking where they're letting people design their own games and kind of bringing this community effort to the VR world where you can design your own game, you can submit it to them and... You know, if it looks good, they'll put it on the Oculus uh, store. And so it's really nice for collaborative efforts. I'm actually speaking with a lady right now that she works with all kinds of education uh, organizations. And they're thinking of using VR for training, whether it be for, you know, restaurant safety trainings and things like that. And so we're kind of looking into partnering with educators to develop not just entertainment apps and games, but education as well. Yeah, that would be really cool. I bet there's a big market out there for the education side. Oh, yeah, there really is. I'm excited. I hope everybody else is too. May 2nd is the date. Follow us. Smoke and Mirrors VR. It's going to be fun. So you said your website is in progress, but are you on social media at all? Yes, and our page for 
smoke smoke and mirrors is just smoke and mirrors vr and we're also on instagram same tagline smoke and mirrors vr all of the updates and things like that are all on there the website we're projecting should be up by about april 6th and so the website is uh, smokeandmirrorsvrgaming.com